locally owned, locally managed, locally committed. Your only local news radio, 600 AM and 97.5 FM, KTBB. Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning, Melissa Pivato of the Junior League of Tyler. Melissa is the chairman of this year's Mistletoe and Magic Shopping Extravaganza coming up the 9th through the 11th of November. Looking for another big one this year. Going to talk about that and talk about the other things the Junior League does and they are many and varied. So good morning, Melissa Pivato. Great to have you with us today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Sure thing. Don't forget, InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus. InFocus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Melissa, this morning what we're going to do, we'll start off, if you can just kind of give me a brief summary of what Mistletoe and Magic is. We'll go into more details during the show, and then after that brief intro, we'll talk about the Junior League a little bit and all the different things that it's been doing since 1950. Tell us what Mistletoe and Magic is all about. Great. Mistletoe Magic is the Junior League of Tyler's biggest fundraiser each and every year. We are in our 39th year, and um, we have over 85 vendors come from across the country so that you can shop and kick off your holiday shopping throughout the week of November 9th, 10th, and 11th. Mm -hmm. At Harvey Convention Center? Yes, sir. All righty. And the Junior League of Tyler, it's your biggest fundraiser of the year by far and away and people think of mistletoe and magic as being a lot of fun and a lot of good times and a lot of great shopping and that it is but it is so important to have it every year because of what it raises funds for let's get a little bit of maybe mission history background of the junior league of tyler and some of the things that people are going to be helping out when they go to mistletoe and magic you started at 1950 i believe as the tyler service league 1955 yes sir um, since then, we have donated over $7.5 million to the East Texas community. And through the funds raised each and every year, we raise approximately $300,000 and we're able to give back to the community um, in ways that impact kids, families, and uh, women all over Smith County. One of the biggest programs that Miss, uh, Junior League of Tyler does every year is um, the summer reading camp. We bring in about 200 second graders who get to learn and improve their reading skills through the summertime and go home with about 30 books apiece. Okay. And uh, just to clarify, I, I, I used the, the year 1950. That was the year the Tyler Service League was formed, but you became the Junior League in 55. Is that how it Correct. works? Correct. Yes, okay. Sir. Either way, you've been around a long, long time and you've done a lot of good, as we will see as we talk during the show. Now, uh, since 1955, over $7.5 million given back to better the East Texas community by supporting over 200 agencies. And this year alone, Junior League of Tyler is going to contribute more than 20,000 volunteer hours to projects across Smith County. And that's what you tell us you're really the most proud of. Volunteerism. People like you and your colleagues just... Um, getting actively involved, hands-on in these different projects. That's really one of the most important things you do, isn't it? It is. We like to make an impact in the community, and we feel like not only by giving money, but also by sending out our trained volunteers, we can triple that dollar. Um, the hours that are given to the community and given back to the community are just as vital to Junior League at, and to the community as the money. Okay. Uh, one of the things that you do every year is the summer reading camp that just wrapped up um, uh, well i guess it, it, it's hard to believe it's uh, we're this far into autumn so it wasn't that long ago tell us how that went this year it went fabulous about 200 children um, across tisd 
teachers, second grade teachers recommend kiddos to come in and participate in a camp. And it's kids that maybe wouldn't afford another camp or kids that need to improve their reading score coming into third grade and getting ready to take the star uh-huh. test. So gives them that opportunity in a fun environment. All righty. Where is that held? It's held held at different elementaries across TSD. Different so elementaries. One, okay. one, one elementary each year. But mm-hmm. And each camper gets up to 30 books to take home by the end of camp, books yes. that that child just might not have access to if he or she doesn't go to that summer reading camp. Absolutely. Their own little library. Uh, their own little library. Now, uh, just uh, last weekend... You had your Girl Power event. That was October 28th, and that's just something that I know you're really, really proud of. You've been doing it for a long, long time. Tell us a little bit about that and how that went this year. I think you're just still kind of catching your breath from that event. I believe they are, yes. They had over 500 sixth-grade girls come across from across Smith County. It's one of the things that sixth-graders look most forward to each and every year. Um, we have counselors that also participate against um, throughout TISD, and um, everybody loves it and gets super excited, and it gives it's a confidence booster for those sixth graders. Mm-hmm. Five hundred sixth grade girls. Where is that held now? Um, just different places from year to year, I guess. Yes, sir. Okay, and um, that's the Girl Power event that was held October twenty eighth. And uh, again, just one of, one of the big things that you do every year. Let's go ahead and move on into mistletoe and magic now, and then we can kind of swing back and talk a little bit more about some of the things the Junior League does. We're talking to Melissa Pivato of the Junior League of Tyler, uh, this year's chairman for mistletoe and magic, and it starts on November 9th. Or is a little preview party on the 8th of November? Is that what yeah. really gets things going? Wednesday, November 8th is the preview party. It starts at 7 p.m. and we have a great live band um, that will be there that night ends at 11 p.m. and that's our kind of our kickoff to the whole week. Okay Uh, tell us a little bit about what people are going to see at the preview party and how they can be a part of it. It's $100 a ticket and you may purchase your tickets online or at the Junior League office or even um, walking up to the booth that night the night of. Um, There's a live band Willowbrook Country Club will be catering the event. Okay. And there's also a live auction with so with six great items. Um, one is a three-night stay in Oxford, Mississippi. We've also got a couple's trip to La Cantera Golf Resort. And um, Longview Lights is, is participating this year with it um, by lighting up someone's house for Christmas. All so right. We're excited about that. And that's really what it's all about, getting ready for the Christmas season, the holiday season. Is this also held at Harvey Convention Center? Everything is yeah. held at Harvey Convention Center, yes. Okay. So you'll be able to shop, eat, dance the night away. All righty. Now, Mistletoe and Magic, we've mentioned this a couple of times already, largest fundraiser for Junior League of Tyler each and every year, and it allows you to pour about $300,000 back into Smith County every year just to fund some of the things that uh, we've talked a little bit about and that we're going to go into more detail about later in the show uh making spirits bright is the theme for our 39th annual mistletoe and magic i'm uh, uh, getting tempted to kind of go into a chorus of jingle bells right now but i'll resist the temptation <laughs> you're the you're the chairperson so you, you get to pick out that uh, that theme every year yes the the, whoever the chairperson is yes yeah. the chairperson gets to pick it out every year um we've had a variety of themes from year to year uh we've had mary and bright holiday in the highlands and then last year was roses and reindeers um bringing it back circle you know 
but bring it back to Tyler and keeping it local. And so I had to kind of spin off of that this year. Um, so I tried to figure out what Junior League does, why we're in it, what we're what we're what it's meant to be in the community. And you know, we go out with our volunteer hours and we raise money and hopefully impact people's lives and make their lives a little brighter so Mm -hmm. that's that was my twist making Uh, spirits bright very interesting you know you just think of that as a line from the traditional christmas song and it it really is important making spirits bright that's really what you try to do on a day in day out basis improve the quality of life for everybody in tyler absolutely um one of the things that's uh going to change this year and you believe uh is going to change for the better. It's really kind of kind of a radical change. The Children's Christmas Carnival is something that you've done every year. And tell us what it used to be like and what it's going to be like this go-round and how it's going to be different, how you think it's maybe going to work better than before. Well, the Children's Christmas event is now called a What Fun, and it's a Christmas carnival. Um, in the past, it's been on a Sunday afternoon, and it's uh, been a, the ticket prices have been a little bit higher. Yeah. This year, we really drastically reduced the ticket prices to $5 a person, hoping that... Um, um, families all throughout Smith County can come and enjoy the festivities. It'll be outside, weather permitting, at the East Texas Fairgrounds. There will be bounce houses, face painting, um, Corn Pop the Clown, and Santa Claus will both be showing up to participate. Um, we've also had Junior League and Sustainer members donate $5 tickets, mm-hmm. and we're able to give out about 200 tickets to children from agencies that we're supporting this year so we hope to have just so many kiddos out there enjoying the the fun activities Mm -hmm. so the tickets are only five dollars and then there are 200 that are freebies for the kids that are involved with the agencies you support sounds like a pretty good deal to me bounce houses santa corn pop the clown face painting and uh, uh, you tell us you hope that by making this change kids throughout tyler will be able to come and enjoy the festivities it's more of a kind of uh, and it's going to be held at the fairgrounds yes that's really i guess the only piece that will not be held at harvey convention center but it's like a two-minute walk so it's practically not even it's right outside of the um we've actually had the city of tyler has graciously agreed to block off the street so we the it's the parking lot from harvey convention center and then the children's program will be right there so okay hopefully my one of the goals i had in mind was data daddy or grandma or someone takes the kiddos to the children's christmas carnival and mom can go shopping All right. at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's great. It's, it almost sounds like, gee, why didn't we think of this before? Uh, just a kid-friendly, family-friendly, everyday people-friendly quality that you're bringing to it this year. Sounds like it's really going to stand a good chance of drawing a lot of folks. And uh, does this happen all through Mistletoe and Magic or at specific times? Um, the Oh What Fun Christmas Carnival will just be on Saturday, November 11th from okay. 10 to 2. Um, we have it set up so that it's come and go. You can come in at 10 and leave it at, at 12. Um, you know, being the being only $5 a a ticket we hope that people can come and come and stay for an hour or come and stay for four hours if they'd like there will be um food tent right outside in the parking lot so if you're there during lunchtime you're able to stay and grab some lunch all righty sounds like you got it all going on hopefully Uh, it sounds like something (laughs) even adults could enjoy uh, bring, brings out the kid in all of us. There you go. Melissa Pivato, our guest this morning, chairperson of the uh, um, of this year's Mistletoe and Magic fundraiser, uh, gargantuan fundraiser, I think it's safe to say, for the Junior League of Tyler. Going through some of the other special events that are a part of Mistletoe and Magic, Rudolph's 
Favorite Things Brunch. What goes on there? Well, this is just the second year, um, and at Rudolph's Favorite Things Brunch, we the committee has taken um, a look around Texas and tried to find some items that are loved by all Texans. And there were 85 VIP tickets mm -hmm. and then about 300 general admission tickets, and everybody will leave with some sort of swag, um, whether you're general admission or VIP. I'm not going to tell what the swag is, but you will not be disappointed. Um, this brunch is also catered by Jewels, and it, you have a chance to have a little bit of private shopping. So. All righty. And uh, again, is that a time-specific event? Or? That is from 9.30 to 12 9:30 on to, Thursday. On Thursday, 9.30 to 12 on Thursday. And then market Thursday. opens at noon. Okay. Um, and I just uh, want to thank you for uh, the opportunity to allow the word swag to be used on the In Focus <laughs> show. That happens about once a year, and I think every year is when we're talking about mistletoe and magic. <laughs> the All I Want for Christmas. There's another song that's going to make me start humming to myself here in a minute, uh, if I, unless I can resist the temptation, which I'm afraid I must. But the All I Want for Christmas style show... Um, Tell us a little bit about that. So we have um, several local boutiques participating in this style show. So it's a community-wide style show, in effect. Um, Miller's Point will be there. Cecil and Lou for some children's clothing. Uh, Worth W by Worth from Carrie Smith will also be participating. Uh, Peekaboo Boutique. And they'll be able to show off the newest and greatest, hottest Christmas styles. All righty. So. And again, specific time for that? Uh, it's on Friday at 9.30 in the morning. Friday, 9.30 a.m. Okay. Very good. Friday night with the McGills. They've made quite a name for themselves just traveling around East Texas and Texas and I guess uh, all around the country. Maybe, maybe even done some international. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure about that, but. Uh, I'm not sure either, but yes, they are ex an exciting name to bring to Mistletoe and Magic. Um, they will be there Friday night, and it's actually just regular market ticket price hours, so you just get a little bit of extra entertainment while you're doing your holiday shopping. Mm -hmm. Sort of a country and maybe a little bit of gospel theme yes, type sir. music. Is that what they do? I know their name just pops up uh, continually around East Texas. They've done a lot of performing in the area, and I'm sure a lot of folks are going to enjoy them. Uh, anything people need to know about that particular show? or Nope. It's just $8 for a regular market ticket hours. Um, okay. And you, like I said, you just get to have the extra entertainment while you're doing your shopping. All righty. So. Sounds like a winner. Photos with Santa. What would Christmas be like without photos with Santa? We had right. photos taken with Santa way back when I was about knee high to a grasshopper. How's that going to work this year? So this year we have Santa Claus um, at Harvey Hall Convention Center on Friday night from 530 to 7. 30 and summer green slate photography will be taking pictures of your kiddos dressed up um, ready to take their photo with Santa Claus it's only $15 for the photo and um, you will not have to buy a market pass to come in and take that photo it's kind of set up off to the side we've got him roped off and he'll be there for two hours and hopefully there you'll avoid that mall line mm-hmm that'll certainly create an advantage for a lot of folks just to summarize mistletoe and magic november 9th through the 11th the 8th if you include the preview party but officially the 9th through the 11th of november at harvey convention center and talk a little bit more about uh, what people are going to experience if they just do the big picture thing just kind of go all the way through mistletoe and magic again a three-day shopping extravaganza november 9th through 11th harvey convention center in tyler now, uh, what you have, a holiday market, a collection of uh, this year 85, I believe you said, Correct. specialty boutiques and merchants from all over the country. What are some of the things they're going to be showcasing? 
Uh, well, there will definitely be win- women's and men's clothing. You'll also see um, we have some great booths with amazing jewelry. We have local artists, and uh, we have artists from other places around around the country. Um, we Coming from all the way from Colorado, we have women's furs, and she's bringing children's coats as well this year. And there's some great foods like macaroons that will be there as a mm. great gift idea. So. Yeah. Uh, now, Mistletoe and Magic, uh, and we mentioned the, the, the brunches, style shows, musical entertainment, and children's events a few minutes ago, but I just kind of wanted to package those in uh, short form. Uh, Mistletoe and Magic, basically, it's a one-stop shopping opportunity for people. You can do all this shopping in one place, and also people have the advantage of people coming in from across the country, people that are going to be in Tyler exactly once a year. And you won't have a chance to shop at these places unless you go to Georgia or wherever, unless you go to Mistletoe. Correct. That's absolutely true. All righty. Now, Mistletoe and Magic... Again, just to reiterate, and I don't know if we can reiterate this often enough, but uh, you help financially support local nonprofit agencies and community programs. And the Junior League of Tyler can help bridge a financial gap of the more than $500,000 requested from 41 different agencies in need. So, um, again, just to reemphasize the good work on many, many and varied fronts that the uh, junior league does through missile uh, all year long through different activities and events but uh, mainly as far as fundraising goes through mistletoe and magic we're a little bit remiss in giving out some contact information and we want to do that right now the junior league office 903-595-5426 or you can visit juniorleagueoftyler.org again that's 903-595-5426 or juniorleagueoftyler.org for more information about the junior league and or about mistletoe and magic. And just from checking your website, it appears that you have a presence on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube yes. as well. I'll bet those YouTube videos are going to be fun to watch. I didn't get a chance to check them out ahead of time, but I'm sure that uh, you get a lot of return on that. Now, getting back to, and we'll review all of this about mistletoe and magic later in the show. Again, as we visit with Melissa Pivato, the chairman of this year's uh, Junior League of Tyler Mistletoe and Magic, November 9th through 11th at Harvey Convention Center in Tyler. Um, we talked about the summer reading camp, talked about girl power. Um, but this list of agencies that you were responsible for founding, and I believe it actually goes back to the years before you were officially known as the Junior League, mm-hmm. because I see on here Stewart Blood Center, now Carter Blood Care. That was probably the big signature kickoff community-wide project for the old service league what are some of the other uh, agencies that were founded in large part because of the junior league um well the junior league of tyler was instrumental in founding the tyler museum of art the discovery science place tyler teen court the hospice of east texas and most recently the lunch and learn center at this i'm sorry the Center for the Space and Science at Tyler Junior College. Okay, I, and I, yeah, again, that is the most recent one. That, that one's only a few years old. So from 1950 or 51, I guess, all the way through now, uh, you just keep uh, and uh, you keep at it. And with all, it, it seems like with all the need that there is in Tyler and all the different issues that have come to light in recent years, things that people maybe, maybe weren't even thinking about in 1950 or 1955. Who knows? You may end up 
helping found another agency here before you know it. You also provide scholarships to local high school students and Tyler Junior College students to pursue their education. Is there anything in particular that people need to know about that? Maybe how they can apply for scholarships? Just a matter of calling the Junior League office? Calling the Junior League office or getting online. Um, you should be able to find the application. It is a an in-depth application that goes, we have a committee that meets and goes through. Normally every year we have about 30 applicants and they go through and they, uh, we have a criteria that you must meet as far as GPA, activities involved in, volunteer mm-hmm. hours. And um, it we, we try to really look carefully and critically at each applicant and then award it to the most deserving applicant out there. So. All right. Sounds like a pretty simple formula, but it's just so great and I'm sure it's so important to these kiddos that the Junior yes. League is involved in this. Now the list. Um, I'll just full disclosure here. Uh, Melissa sent me a list of bullet points before we got ready to do this show, and I'm looking at it, and I'm just kind of reeling. This year alone, the Junior League of Tyler has improved our community by partnering with our local nonprofit agencies to do uh, things. We could probably do a separate show on each of these bullet points. Let's just run through. We should. Yeah. (laughs) Some of these are familiar agencies. I'm looking at a lot of folks that we've interviewed on this show off and on Mm -hmm. over the years. Let's just kind of run through the list and tell people what you have been up to this year alone. Um, So a few of the different things that we have done this year are the Meals and Manners, which provides a healthy cooking lesson for girls at Refuge of Light. We've also been a part of the Bethesda Health Clinic, um, where 19,000 patients were seen last year. We helped to fund the AquaFest, which enables disabled and wheelchair-bound residents to learn self-confidence through uh, water skiing that we've been doing for about three years and it's a really really neat event we've also done we were also part of meals on wheels uh, 1200 clients are served every single day um, we also work with alzheimer's disease alliance to help fund activities that will stimulate mental mental stimulation the family advocacy program which serves about 700 children every year we provide scholarships for up to 250 campers to attend 10 weeks of different summer camps. Mm-hmm. We've helped to fund the Women's Building for 2017, which is for low-income women and their children. Mm-hmm. Um, the Summer Reading Backpack Program, which is free meals for weekdays because those kiddos, they get their meals during the year, and then during the summer, there's not a place for them. So we've right. helped out to try to fill that gap during the summer. Um We've also contribute funding for the Innovative Teaching Grant Program through TISD. Uh, we provide funding to help at least 1,000 adult lender- learners go to the Literacy Council each year. We provide resources, including books, toys, and educational manipulatives um, through Champions and Children. And we also help participate in the annual School is Cool event. All right. And some of the agencies that you're supporting, Champions for Children, these are going to ring a bell with a lot of folks who are familiar with our nonprofit community, folks who have listened to this show off and on over the years, Champions for Children. You mentioned the Literacy Council, Tyler Area Business Education Council, which um, operates, I I believe, basically through the Chamber of Commerce. The Tyler ISD Foundation, that's a public-private partnership that uh, funds educational projects. St. Paul Children's Foundation. East Texas Food Bank, Habitat for Humanity, the Children's Advocacy Center. You mentioned Refuge of Light, which is a newer agency for uh, girls who have been victims of child sex trafficking. Alzheimer's, Meals on Wheels. Um, Don't know if we mentioned Bethesda Health Clinic. They were on the show not too long ago getting us up to speed, and that's a real important agency in town as well. So you 
not only fund these agencies, but you roll up your sleeves and you, uh, for example, with Habitat for Humanity, you're going to be showing up in your work clothes maybe on a Saturday morning and, and bringing your hammer and nails and actually being actively involved. As we mentioned earlier, uh, that, that volunteerism piece is just such a key part of what you do. It is. It really is. Um, we feel that having that volunteer go to the agencies and putting the impact in the community is just as important as the dollar. Mm-hmm. And if you go to Mistletoe and Magic November 9th through the 11th and do any or all of the things we've talked about so far, you are helping the Junior League do this huge compendium Let's see, we've used the words swag and compendium in the same show. I'm pretty <laughs> proud of that. But seriously, just this huge body of work that you do on a day-in, day-out basis, year in and year out, going back to the 1950s. Just by going and shopping, maybe having your photo taken with Santa, listening to the McGills at Mistletoe and Magic, you're helping the Junior League do all these things. And I just think that's really, really, really important to remember. Talking to Melissa Pivato, chairman of this year's Mistletoe and Magic event, November 9th through the 11th at Harvey Convention Center, and a longtime member of the Junior League of Tyler. On our In Focus show this morning, I'm John Sims. I want to talk about some of the other things you do to raise money. Mistletoe and Magic is the big one, but if uh, folks want to mark their calendars or at least pencil in some events for next year, I believe you have some things coming up in uh, April. Uh, The Restaurant Week is one of those? Rose City Restaurant Week, and it will be in its third year. Um, It's a pretty new event, and um, where we have about 20 participating restaurants that um, spend about a week with prefix menus, and they give a donation back to the league um, for everybody that orders off of that prefix menu throughout that week. So... It's um, an up-and-coming event for sure. All righty, and that'll be in April. And how does your partner card work? Is that something else that just recently wrapped up? Our partner card just wrapped up this past Sunday, and basically what the partner card is, we um, this year alone we had 47 participating retailers and restaurants, and they all offered some form of a discount, whether it was a free appetizer with an entree or a 20% percent discount in-store purchase um, basically you made a $50 donation to the Junior League of Tyler and with that donation you were rewarded with um, different discounts throughout Tyler for about a week so. okay another uh, two more two other ways to help the Junior League raise yes. money for the many 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 projects that it's involved with Junior League of Tyler 903 595-5426, office located at 1919 South Donnybrook, in case anybody's interested in your physical location. Website is juniorleagueoftyler.org, and you go there and you'll see the little symbols for Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, which pretty much open up three whole new worlds for people. Um, if you're a nonprofit agency and you want to be considered for funding by the Junior League, is there a process that you have to go through? There is. There's an application process that you can either call the league office and get, get an application or get online. Um, and then a large committee meets and goes out with, goes through all of the different um, applications and talks it out and disperses our money. You know. Okay. And uh, what time of year does that cycle usually begin? Um, the meetings wrap up, I believe, in February. I've okay. been part of the committee, but it's been a couple of years, so I, <laughs> okay. time has time has gotten away from me. Another reason for uh, an, uh, another thing you can learn more about if yeah. your if your agency is interested in getting funding, just go to that website, JuniorLeagueOfTyler.org, nine zero three five nine five five four two six for more information. Uh, you welcome members. They do have to go through a bit of what we'll call a vetting process. But if somebody is listening to the show today and says, 
hey, I'd really like to get involved with this group, I guess the first thing they need to do is contact you through the website or make that phone call. And what happens after that? What are the qualifications for being a member of the Junior League? You must um, have lived in Tyler for or Smith County for one year, mm-hmm. and you must be 25 years or older. Um, and then you are, we just need to find you a couple of sponsors, which you probably know a junior league member, whether it was a sustainer or an active member, um, more than likely, you know, someone, we have over 200 active members and over 600 sustainers in the community. So more than likely, you know, someone that can help you get the process started. All right. So we've discussed how to go about the process of applying for funds if you're a nonprofit agency and how to become a member of the Junior League. And we'll give that contact information out one more time here. It's juniorleagueoftyler.org on the web, 903-595-5426 if you want to make that phone call. Getting back to the real crux of our show today, let's review here. Mistletoe and Magic, the largest fundraiser for Junior League of Tyler each and every year. Anticipating pretty much as big a crowd as you've had in past years or maybe looking at more people? We sure hope so. We hope by um, changing up our events just a little bit and continuing continuing to Uh, select great merchants that will continue to draw large crowds all righty making spirits bright is the theme for the 39th mistletoe and magic i uh, was living in jacksonville at that time but i vaguely remember i remember the title because we were running commercials for it at the radio station i was working for in those days and hard to believe it's been 39 years but it just uh keeps on going and keeps on going strong uh maybe take a minute here to draw special attention to the to oh what fun the uh, children's christmas carnival because that's i guess the one event that you've really changed up this year the old country club format is going to be different it is it will be um right out at the east texas fairgrounds right next to harvey hall and it's only five dollars a ticket it, the hours are 10 to 2 on Saturday. Um, come and go if you need to. And, you know, come before that birthday party or after. And in between soccer games, there is also food out there available for purchase. Okay. Besides that, uh, the preview party, Rudolph's Favorite Things Brunch, All I Want for Christmas Style Show, the McGill's Photos with Santa, and just a three-day one-of-a-kind holiday shopping extravaganza November 9th through 11th that helps raise money for some very worthy causes. We're out of time, but it's been a pleasure. Thanks for dropping by today. Melissa Pivato with the Junior League of Tyler, chairman of this year's Mistletoe and Magic, our guest this morning on In Focus. Thanks again for visiting with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. Again, Melissa Pivato with the Junior League, our guest this morning. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. See you again next week on In Focus. 